Now, as homeowners, some things we never even want to face is water damage or even mold. You know, fire damage is another thing. Well, on this episode of Harvard Business Beat, I am going to talk to a young gentleman from Service Master of Bel Air, and we're going to go over mold, fire damage, water damage, residential cleaning, everything else that Service Master does. Let's go ahead and hit that intro and get this thing started. Welcome to Harford Business Beat, featuring members of the Harford County Chamber of Commerce, sponsored by Harford County Living, bringing you all the good positive news, businesses, events, organizations, people, and just everything great here in Harford County. Go to HarfordCountyLiving.com and find out more. I'm your host, Rich Bennett. Let's go meet some members of the Chamber. like to welcome everybody to Harford Business Beat. My name is Rich Bennett, and today we have Michael Newman with Service Master of Bel Air. I did get that correct, right? You did. You did. Okay. You just, I appreciate it. Oh, it's my pleasure. Uh, Service Master of Bel Air. Okay. First of all, you know, welcome to the chamber. Um, even though you've been here, what, a year? Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm still trying to meet everybody. I think everybody's trying to meet everybody. Uh, this year has made it even uh, even more difficult, but uh, yeah, yeah, looking forward to getting to some FaceTime finally with uh, with some folks uh, when this thing lets up. Oh, it's great! Yeah, I, it's that's one thing about this COVID. It's yeah, we got used to the virtual, but I do miss meeting people in person. Yeah, it's a lot harder to meet people virtually. It's, it's yeah, great to develop some of those relationships to kind of keep them going and foster them a little bit. It's a lot harder to meet somebody and kind of get a feel for them virtually. But yeah, that, yeah, that's true. You know, given the, the times that we're in. So, yeah, very true. So service master of Bel Air, how did you come about, you know, getting involved with this and when did you start it? Yeah. So service master of Bel Air has been around for about 32 to 33 years. Um, the original owner, owners, Libby and James Green uh, started it. It was a carpet cleaning business. Um, they slowly uh, migrated into disaster restoration. So, water, fire, mold, um, contents. Um, so we'll come into some homes and, and pack out all their, their belongings if there's been a fire in their soot or, or mold damage and bring it back, clean it up, um, and, and store it at our warehouse until our house is ready to be lived in again. Um, but the business has been around for about 33 years, uh, July 31st of 2019. Okay. Um, well, my wife and I uh, purchased the business. And uh, yeah, so it's been you know a little over a year and, uh, and things are going great. Man, I bet wintertime you're especially busy, aren't you? It's it's interesting. There's always these uh, different times of year that, um, you know, different things pop up. So right. in the wintertime, we get people turning on their heating systems for the first time. Um, yeah. And sometimes with an oil furnace, you get what's called a puff back. It'll blow, um, you know, smoke throughout the house. Uh, we get pellet stove doors left open or, you know, fire flues that, you know, clog up and, and fill the house with smoke or cooking is especially big this time of year. Um, you know, somebody leaves something on the stove and it burns um, and sent, and sends smoke throughout the house. Also, the first freeze of the year, first time. Well, in Maryland, you get it more often because of the temperature fluctuation going right. hot and cold. Um, but you get frozen pipes. So when they crack and, and explode, um, you can get, you know, some pretty sizable uh, water losses when that happens. I was going to say, and probably because a lot of the homes in Harford County, the years they were built to have the aluminum wiring 
So do yeah. you get a lot with the house fires and all as well? We do. We actually uh, just got a, in a an emergency uh, yesterday for an electrical fire. Um, so yeah, we get all, all kinds um, from, you know, little tiny, you know, one pot on the stove. Oh, I, I burned the roast and uh, to, you know, there was a house struck by lightning and, you know, we've got, you know, to gut part of it. Or um, we had a, a not long ago, a, a, an electrical heater uh, that I think mm. something blew into it, you know, caught that on fire and, and basically burned um, the whole house ended up having to be completely gutted uh, and, and basically rebuilt. So um, we, we see all sizes. Yeah, with that, and especially in Hartford County, where, where we have a lot of volunteer fire departments, do you guys work in conjunction with the fire departments? Um, no, not yet. Um, we've we've started to develop some relationships there. Okay. Um, previous owner didn't have any of that that going. Um, there's there's some people in the industry that chase fires, um, and so they'll be there, stand on the side. You know, as the house is, is still on fire and the firefighters are still working and they're looking to, you know, get wow. work. Um, and I can't I it, I haven't found a way to bring value to the homeowner yet uh, and to right. be there you know, in a way that supports them and helps them uh, recover faster um, and, and puts less stress on them. So we haven't gone that route. Um, if I can ever unlock the, you know, the, the secret uh, sauce to uh, to providing value there and, and being helpful instead of just kind of another person there saying, Hey, look at me, sign this paper. Yeah. Um, we'll get into that. Um, obviously a good relationship with the, with the volunteer firefighters is, is would be a, a, a nice way to get into that. Yeah, definitely. Without a doubt. Now, and you guys, you say you also do mold, right? Mm-hmm. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, it's one of those areas that uh, um, it's, it can be a little bit scary um, in that there's, some unknown still about mold. Uh, yeah. It's a little bit harder to find um, in some instances, though I will say it's everywhere, right? You go outside there, your oh, yeah. outside has mold in it. Um, it's not, you know, it's not quite this so scary thing that you only find in the deep, dark corners of your basement or, or wherever, but um, it's throughout every house everywhere. Um, you know, one thing that we've done and we do on every mold job is we bring in what's called an indoor hygienist and they're, they're folks certified in identifying um, and testing for mold and writing a protocol. So they're a third party. They're not helping us. They're not getting any money from us. We don't pay them. Typically the homeowner does. Um, and they use a, a, a certified lab to test it. And so they'll come in and they'll do an air sample or a, a right. sample of the wall, figure out what's there, what needs to be done. Um, they kind of do an inspection and then they write what's called a protocol. So they'll actually tell us these are the steps you need to do to mitigate the, you know, the mold in this house. We follow that all the way through. And then at the end, they come back and do what's called a clearance testing. So they'll then do another air sample test, verify that we've brought the levels of mold down in the house to, you know, below um, the levels either outside or in a, in a secondary location that was unaffected. And so basically saying, yep, you've, you brought it down properly. They'll do a visual inspection and make sure they don't see anything, make sure that we've cleaned up everything that we said we did. Yeah, so that, you know, when we leave there, we know that we've gotten everything. It's not just a, oh, we think we sprayed enough. We think we cleaned enough. It's really, it's tested and verified. Now, and with that, because, you know, you hear a lot of myths about mold. A lot of people think if they don't see it, they don't have it, which is not the case. Because mm-hmm. a lot of people, can, and, black, and correct me if I'm wrong, but black mold, well, you got two different types of black mold, right? Yeah, so there's there's actually a, a number of different types of mold um, okay. all across the spectrum. And uh, the biggest one that you'll find in most houses and um, 
you again, you won't see it. You know, right. uh, you just have the air tested in your house, and it's gonna it's gonna come back with you know positive for for mold spores. Um, now, so those mold spores are typically what you would call unsettled, or you know, they're not necessarily viable mold, which is growing on the wall um, mm-hmm. or you know any other any other surface. But it's mold spores that are in the air um, and being circulated in the air. So uh, there's there's a number of different types. Uh, the the main you know, what you would call black mold is actually called stachybotrys. Um, it's kind easy of for mold. you to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the, it's the most toxic um, of the, of the molds that have been kind of widely discussed. Right. And so I think uh, that's the one that most people, when you see a house that's really compromised with mold, um, you're looking to see if it has stachybotrys. It, it has a longer incubation period, so it takes longer to start growing. Uh, so it's also an indication of how long the problem has been going on. Now, and with, do most people call you, when it comes to mold, do most people call you when they see it or are they being smart and calling you, you know, if they're sick? Because, and, and again, if I'm wrong, let me know, but a lot of people get colds, but mold also causes that. And if it, if you find, if you find the same thing going on and on and on, chances are it's probably mold, correct? Yeah, so I, I, there's not enough studies out there to really tie the two um, together. Yeah. I I would personally say that you know if if some people can have a more severe reaction to mold, uh, can be more susceptible to it. And what I would say is that there's not necessarily studies that say yes, mold causes blank. And I think in time we'll we'll get there and, and yeah. there'll be more information about it. And and mold will turn more uh to more closely resemble asbestos potentially in terms of you know um kind of the regulations around it upon um you know the litigation around it potentially uh, so it's definitely a, a tricky area but i would say that yeah you're you're right um it's kind of anecdotally known that um mold does tend to cause some of those issues and so if, if you're having those issues it, it's worth having somebody come out and do a test to see if you um, you have mold in your home. Um, That's what I was going to say. It's it's right. still it's worth it to call visible. you. Yeah, it's not always visible, uh, and so somebody can come out and they'll do an air sample and and see. Yeah, and especially for people that have houses that have been there for years, mm-hmm. uh, especially ones that have been built on top of swamps or so close right. to the waterbed. Yeah, I mean, mold, mold needs uh, a couple of things to grow: the right temperature, the right humidity level. Uh, and airflow, um, you know, kind of being stagnant. So yeah. the, the more of those three factors you have, if you have a really humid basement um, or if the temperature stays kind of, you know, a nice warmish temperature, uh, not too hot, that actually will kill off the, kill off the mold or inactivate it. Uh, same thing with cold temperatures. Um, but if it stays warm enough, it'll stay viable. Humidity levels are, are high. And then reduced airflow um, allows the mold to, to grow faster. So. And they're better off calling you because bleach does not kill mold, correct? No, no it'll, it'll make it look like you killed it. It'll, yes. you know, it'll take the surface off of it. It'll make it look like it's gone. And actually, uh, bleach feeds mold, and so it'll come back stronger. And God, I could do a whole other podcast just so the mold You could. Mold. You could. It, it's one of those areas that most people uh, you know, don't know anything about until they get into it. Yeah. Until they find it in their house. Um, and Or they read about it online and get really scared. Uh, and in reality like I started off saying there's mold everywhere. Right. So yeah. it's, it's, it's a matter of, of maintaining the right, you know, cleanliness in your home, maintaining the right air quality. Um, and you'll be, you'll be okay. 
And you also do residential cleaning. Yeah, so we do. Um, we don't do, you know, Mary Maid's type of work. Right. Um, but we do um, the more. Actually, we just we were just looking at a house yesterday that um, was very in very bad shape. Um, you know, renters for for a number, number of years uh, finally left and the house is just not in great shape. Um, Mary Maids would look, take one look at the house and say, no, we're good. We're out of here. Right. This isn't for us. Um, and that's where our expertise comes in. You know, we're used to houses that had, you know, um, fire and um, water or sewer, da- sewer damage. So cleaning up a, you know, a hoarding situation. Um, oh, is God. Great thing us, so. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, we do. Gonna... Go ahead. I was going to say we do trauma as well. So you get a little bit of the of, of all spectrums here. I was going to say, but even with the hoarders, because then you could re- even run into a mold problem. There's so many things you could run into. Yeah, it, it starts to overlap if the, the house has been neglected for that long. Wow. Now, I was going to say, do you get a lot with, uh, especially foreclosures as well? Um, typically, the banks have uh, people on speed dial that they tend to work oh, okay. with. Um, you know, and so we haven't broken into that market yet, but it is it is an area that you'll you see often as homes that have been deserted for a long time. It doesn't take, but you know, a leaky hot water heater that goes, you know, unchecked for a while to, to mm-hmm. really mess up the basement. Um, and so you, from just water damage, if you have a pipe break to, you know, the, the secondary damages of, of mold growing, if you don't mitigate it properly the first time uh, can really start to, to add up in terms of repair costs. Yes. Yeah. Nobody wants all them repair costs, get mm-hmm. it fixed instead. So, yeah. and you guys have been in the chamber for, you said a year now. Yeah, we joined uh, just after. I think um, the previous owner was 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 a member, um, and they'd had a couple of marketing people that that utilized the the chamber. Uh, when I joined, um, I was told, "Hey, you got to join the chamber. It's it's great." And I said, "Awesome!" I joined, <laughs> and I got super busy, so I wasn't able yeah. to utilize it as much as possible. And then right after, I kind of came up for air and was like, "All right, I'm ready to to get into all these meetings and and go to all these events." Um, COVID happened, and so. You know, I've, I've done my best to call in a few times, but I haven't been as active as I, as I would like to. It's, um, it's a great resource here in Harford County, and, and I definitely oh, want to get is. involved with it. it. It definitely is, without a doubt. Now, before this one, have you, were you involved in uh, any other chambers? No. Uh, my okay. previous life was, a, uh, was in accounting and finance, um, and so I was much more of the corporate trajectory and, and working for big companies. Uh, so I wasn't really involved in the, the local community as much as I'd wanted to be. Right. And I've been able to, to get more involved as, as I bought the business and have been, you know, here growing it. So what a big switch. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so- no, I was, uh, accounting and finance. Uh, I was working at McCormick as the, uh, finance manager in charge of balance sheet and cash flow forecasting for a fortune 500 company. And then, now I, I help out doing water and sewer fire damage. Like, but you're but you're running your own business makes it a lot more pleasurable, I guess. Yeah. Isn't it nice when you can set your own hours? It it is. I think I work <laughs> as much or more now, but um, so I don't think my wife loves it in, in that regard. But it's definitely nice to be uh, have that flexibility. Yeah, that's true. I I think I work more hours now. But a lot yeah. of times my wife just tells me to get downstairs and work. So that's a different <laughs> story. So tell us some people, what are some of the great benefits of jo- not joining a chamber, but joining the Harford County chamber? Yeah. So I think uh, 
the Harford County Chamber does a great job of of promoting uh, the people involved and mm-hmm. uh, organizations. I know, you know, when we joined, we got a, a shout out on Facebook. Um, they, you know, being involved in this podcast uh, is another great example. Uh, and they have uh, they spent a lot of time and a lot of energy focusing on ways to promote um, local businesses, which I think is is huge. Uh, Very and the huge. I joined. Um, the second reason is networking. Um, whether it's um, their meetups, their happy hours, or you know, coffee meetings, uh, they're all a great chance to get to know new people and uh, to develop a, a network in the area. You never know when you know you're going to need uh, help from somebody. Um, earlier, before we we started, you were talking about um, Tar Heel Construction, and early on, I needed somebody to do a roof, and I was able to call him. It, it didn't pan out, but it was just nice that I had, I had met him and. Yeah. Um, and it was another kind of uh, contact to have. Um, and so it's, it's just been great to uh, develop those those contacts and, and to keep networking here locally, which I think is really important. It's very important. And one of the things we were talking about this the other day, uh, me and a couple other people that are in the chamber. And I said, it's the chamber is like a well, it's definitely like a family, but it's it's like a giant back scratching post. In other words, I scratch your back, you scratch mine, and, and right. it, it just keeps going around and around. And I, ever since I've been in, I mean, I met some great people, yeah. uh, even the ones that work there, like Kate and <laughs> Heather and Angela. I mean, <laughs> but it is, it's, it's, and I've been involved in chambers for years, right. and by far, this is the best one I've ever been in. And, um, God, I encourage anybody listening. I encourage you, if you're not a member yet, what are you waiting for? Yeah. Yeah. You know, and especially now during COVID, you know, everybody needs as much help as possible. Certainly. And, you know, what better help can you find in other businesses? So, mm-hmm. uh, and speaking of which, actually, how are you guys doing now? You know, especially during the COVID. Yeah, I mean, uh, when I left accounting and finance to come uh, jump into this restoration world, uh, one of the, the big factors was knowing that um, majority of the work comes through insurance. Mm-hmm. Uh, majority of the work is emergency based. Um, you know, most people, you have a, a, a sump pump backup and your basement's flooded. Uh, you can't just let it sit there. You still yeah. have to have work done. Uh, so we've we've had to, to implement some new procedures, some new process to keep our people and the, the homeowners of the houses we're going into safe. Um, but beyond that, the, you know, we haven't we haven't seen a, a major shift in the amount of work that we've had. Um, very early on, uh, we got some commercial work for COVID cleaning. And uh, while well, everybody was still trying to figure out what it all meant, um, we've we continue to do it, but not on a, as much of a, a regular basis. I think companies are realizing that some of the cleaning can be done themselves and doesn't have to go through a professional organization. Right. When we do a cleaning uh, for COVID, especially if it's a confirmed case, we're in full PPE and big Tyvek suits and full face masks, and you know, treating it like it's a, a biohazard scene almost. Right, and, and so that adds significant. Uh, cost. Uh, so a lot of companies have, have determined that they, they're capable of doing more of the cleaning themselves. Um, but otherwise, the, the year has been unique in that there's been a lot more changes. We've got some staff that work from home now uh, in the office, but the majority of our staff is production staff. And so they're out in the field uh, day in and day out. So just doing what we can to keep them safe. Um, lots of hand sanitizer, lots of masks, um, and, and doing what we can to kind of uh, keep them in separate vehicles if possible and, and things along that, that nature. So you've, you've adapted to it and basically just working right through it. Yeah. No, there's, no other, there's no other choice for us. Um, yeah. you know, uh, we've got, 
customers that have issues and and employees that uh, can keep working. So we've we've managed to to stay 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 busy. That's good. Well, tell Michael, tell everybody how they can get in touch with you. Uh, probably the best way to find us is Facebook, uh, Service Master Bel Air. You can find us on the web there as well, uh, Instagram. Um, my wife handles all that stuff, but um, <laughs> shoot, us a, shoot us a comment and uh, and we'll get back to it. We'd love to, to interact. If you have any any questions about your house, about mold, about any of those issues, uh, feel free to give the office a call and uh, and we'll get somebody out there to take a look. What's the office number? Uh, 410-836-0382. It's easy to remember. Michael, yeah. thanks so much for coming on. No, thank you for having me. It was a great pleasure. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Kate. <laughs> thank you. You're always getting the word out about all of our businesses and all the great people in Hartford County. So thank you so much for all that you do. Oh, it's my pleasure. I want to thank Michael for coming on this episode of Hartford Business Beat. And remember, if there's any type of service that they can do for you, just contact them. Call them at 410 410- Eight three six zero three eight two, or go to servicemasterofbelair.com. And once again, if you haven't been on the podcast yet, what are you waiting for? Contact Kate at kate at harfordchamber.org and we'll go ahead and get you set up and you know get your name out there. Let everybody know about you. So again, that's Kate at harfordchamber.org. My name is Rich Bennett with Harford County Living, and until next time, stay safe, and I want to wish everybody a very happy and prosperous new year.